We are thrilled to have Disha with us. Disha is a freshman at MIT who is into theoretical computer science, mathematics and a lot more. Through her middle and high school, she has consistently participated in math and computing competitions and was inspired to develop a community STEM for Girls by Girls to support the educational cause of girls who face various societal stereotypes as well as financial issues. Disha is also an alumni and mentor at the program in Algorithmic and Combinatorial Thinking, PACT, and continues to teach and inspire several girls to take up STEM. We are very excited to discuss so many things with you. Q. Let's get started by delving into your journey through math and CS. Do you remember any specific incidents that set off the trail? A. The earliest memory I have of math is of my mother asking me to write numbers and me writing three backwards, ha ha ha. I think I've been doing some or the other form of math for a very long time. I cannot remember a time when I was not involved in it and I think a lot of it was because of my mom. She really loves math and asked me to try it out and see if I was interested in it. I started doing competitive math in third grade because of the Continental Math League in school. My mom realized I was into it, so she got me a book with past CML problems, and I worked through all of it, so she got me another one and I worked through all of that as well. I did CML for the next three years. I later got to know about this competition called AMC through my fifth grade math teacher. I gave it a try and did all right, but I had so much fun while doing it. I switched from CML practice problems to AMC practice problems. That's how I got into competition math and later I also participated in math counts and similar contests. My dad is a computer engineer, so naturally I didn't want to touch that subject. In my school in 8th grade, we had an option of taking two electives or one two-day elective. My dad was really pushing for this elective called STEM. I didn't want to do it but he asked me to just give it a try. It had two components. There was a computer programming part, and a hands-on part where we had to build stuff. I thought I would enjoy the hands-on part, because you know, building things is fun. The only thing is, I could only imagine the things I wanted to make but could not execute them. I definitely enjoyed the computer programming part a lot more, there were these small programs that we had to do, make this bulb light up. Write a method for factorial. I could actually do it using my limited motor skills and I was kind of using competition math. So that's how I got into computer science. I also tried out Java over the summer and had a lot of fun. I found out about Pact from a friend who did it the year before and I was like, dang this sounds interesting. I applied and was lucky to get in. Pact is what made me realize that there are lots of other areas in CS, not just sitting at a computer and coding. The CS club at school introduced me to a lot of different areas of CS that I did not know about like cybersecurity, and programming competitions which I found very cool. That's how I realized that these are the areas I'm interested in and want to do CS in college as well. So here I am, I guess. I haven't declared my major yet but I'm considering CS and engineering. I'm super excited for the semester to start. Q, that's quite a journey. It is simply amazing to see that you touched up on so many different fields and areas. But if you had to choose any, what would be your favorite topics in math slash CS? A. For CS, I would say algorithms as in theoretical CS and discrete math because it's at the intersection of CS and math. I also want to explore electronics. One of the classes I'm taking next semester is ECS and it's about circuits and combining it with code and I'm really excited for it. After I take the course, I'll let you know if my answer changes, but as of now it's theoretical CS. Q. 
Do you have a least favorite topic in math? A. I don't think so. Honestly, nope. I think I like proofs better than numbers though. I took a proof-based linear algebra and an application-based linear algebra and I realized that proof-based linear algebra was very hard, I'm more into theoretical CS than coding, but we'll see how that changes because I'm taking a lot more practical courses next semester. Q. And then what would you be doing if not math slash CS? A. If I wasn't doing math slash CS, I might be singing or acting. I never really tried out acting, but it seems fun. So I guess something on the lines of singing, music, theater or so. Q. That's fantastic. You're quite an all-round personality. Can you tell us more about STEM for Girls by Girls? What was the inspiration behind starting it? A. So in middle school, I got into the school team for math counts. I was the only girl on the team, and at first I felt really proud about it. But there were also other guys who were just as qualified as I was, and I've always had this imposter syndrome, what if they just chose me because I am a girl? I guess at that point I was still confident because I was doing okay in competitions in general and a lot of my self-worth came from that. But then in high school my performance decreased immensely at that time I was one of the two three girls regularly attending the math and CS clubs. I used to be very happy about it thinking I'm different from other girls. I didn't think that maybe there's an issue here, I never processed it as a problem. It wasn't until a friend of mine in sophomore year pointed out that she was sometimes scared to come to the math and CS clubs, what am I going to do there? I'll just feel dumb. I found out that our other friends also thought that way. I realized I had never thought about it like that. In my freshman year I used to just sit in the sessions and not understand anything. I would walk out but then still be like I guess I'll come anyways, see if I grasp anything at all. I tended to put those officers on a pedestal, because I was like, they know so much, I don't know what's happening. I experienced imposter syndrome, but I didn't translate it to I'm feeling this way, which means other people might also be feeling this way and this is a problem because we shouldn't be feeling this way. Just because someone else knows a bunch doesn't make them any more or less than us. We're all here in these clubs to learn. From that friend and all these recurring experiences, I piece together that there's something strange going on here. There are two girls in each of the clubs and there are 20 members in total, that's a suspicious ratio if you think about it. Those are some of the things that made me realize that I should do something about it. In junior year, I was an officer for both the clubs and I tried to make things more inclusive, like talking about things that seem approachable to people. If you came in with no prior experience of competition math or programming, you'd still be able to get something from it and feel like ooh this is something interesting and I should learn more about it. At the end of the year, I wasn't selected for the math club and I had put in so much time, I felt lost for a little while. I also realized that the officer board that was elected was all boys and all very high achieving people. I didn't know if they would be able to appeal to the same platform that I was appealing to, the women in the club, the underclassmen. That's what motivated me to put more time and make STEM for Girls by Girls something bigger. I had already started it at the end of sophomore year, and at the time it was just inclined to tutor girls who didn't have resources. Because that is the thing, I love teaching. I wanted to do something that would make a difference. I never felt comfortable tutoring people, I still don't and can't take any money from them. I guess I thought that people with the money and resources can go and get another tutor. They will have the opportunity to reach out and get the help they need but there are a lot of people who don't have the resources. At that time I started STEM for Girls by Girls just so we have a platform to tutor girls and help them out in school, 
competitions etc. After the whole math club loss, I realized that if those girls wouldn't have that safe community in math club, maybe we could do something to give them that safe space where they could learn about math and continue to grow and ask for help. Whatever they wanted to do they would have a community of women who would be able to support them. From that, we expanded STEM for Girls by Girls. We created a Discord server where we could ask for advice and help, almost like a sisterhood, you won't be judged for anything, be connected with resources. The main work that we were doing was with that Discord server. I think that not just women, but all people in general continue to need a platform, now more so than ever, because of COVID and not being able to see people in person. People need more support now more than ever, and I am just taking one step further towards the cause. Q, that is just so inspirational. Continuing our discussion, why do you think there are less girls in STEM? A, I think to some extent, it comes down to stereotypes. I feel like there is a stereotype that girls can't be good at math and should focus more on arts or something and that guys are more into STEM. At least for my generation, when I was little, my mom ended up quitting her job because of health reasons and my dad was the one who would go and be the engineer. I think a lot of moms tended to stay at home whereas the dads would go and work in the STEM and tech industry. For a long time there's been a massive gender gap in the workforce, it's mostly guys that dominate the STEM and tech industries. Children grow up seeing that women tend to be homemakers, they're not as represented in tech and STEM. I think when they grow up they have these beliefs that girls and guys should have these preferred roles. I think that they impart that to their children and this continues to grow as an issue. Until very recently, women were expected to stay at home. They didn't have a lot of options for professions until the 40s when World War II took place. At least in the US, World War II was when the men went out to war and the world realized that oh shoot we still have all these industries to run. And that's when the women ended up doing a lot of those roles and realized that they can actually do these roles. But in the 50s, the guys came back and they, women, were expected to stay at home again. I think only for the last three generations women have had the freedom to really pursue what they want. Even then there are limits, and eyebrows are raised. A lot of work is being done to close the gap. At MIT for instance, a decade ago they had a 70-30 ratio of boys to girls. It's slowly starting to get better through education, non-profit organizations, the industry is trying to be more inclusive of women, and I think it is helping to solve this issue to some extent. I definitely think there is a lot more work to be done, a lot of areas are not reached yet. Hopefully, in the next generation it will be a little bit better because more women are joining the STEM and tech workforce. Girls growing up will see more people like them being represented in the workforce or consider STEM as something that they can pursue. That is really well said. We are looking forward to continuing our discussion with Disha about math, CS and gender equality in STEM next week. Stay tuned as we will discuss closing the gender gap in STEM, and the best part about being a student at MIT. Correspondence Nikhil Kulkarni is a 16-year-old grade 11 student from Nashik who is interested in pure and applied math and volunteers for RAM Foundation. Saeed Patil is a 15-year-old unschooled math enthusiast from Pune. She is interested in number theory and computing, and also volunteers for RAM Foundation. If you wish to be part of a WhatsApp or Telegram group where we share these posts and only these posts on a weekly basis, register on https colon slash 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 If you wish to contribute with such experiences as a student, a parent or a teacher, please do write to us at articlesroom at gmail.com.